everybody, this is Lindsay Monroe. I am walking across the country from South Carolina to hopefully San Francisco. So I hope you uh, listen in and enjoy the trip. Oh, Lindsay's got a plan to walk from sea to shining sea and meet the many people who make up this country. So turn in every week to hear her stories along the way as Lindsay walks across the USA. Hello, Lindsay. Hi, Jake. How are you? I'm doing okay. Patriots won the Super Bowl. Yeah, that was quite an amazing game there. Uh, making a little bit of history there last night. So that that was a nice uh, little taste of home for me, you know. An extra long game just for you. Well, except for the fact that I was in a dry county. So uh. sober as a judge, drinking a, drinking a cup of tea, watching the Patriots <laughs> Super Bowl is definitely not a taste of home. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose not. Yeah, kind of the opposite of it, of the taste of home, except for the fact that they were on TV. Yeah. So anyways, uh, when we left off, Chris and Dick had come to visit, and yeah, so we were in Memphis hanging out, doing some walking and some touristy things. We went to Graceland and stuff, and then on their last day with me, they um, walked over the bridge with me. So they walked over the um, Memphis to Arkansas pedestrian bridge that just recently it got finished in October. And I didn't know when I hit Arkansas because there's no sign on that pedestrian bridge. Mm. And then when I talked to people in Arkansas, they said, because Memphis takes all the credit for it and everything else that Arkansas had nothing to do with it and they paid for it. So they don't want to give Arkansas any credit. <laughs> I was like, all right. Yep. <laughs> Which makes sense, because as soon as you cross the border into every state, the roads change the second you see that sign. Mm. One side's better, one side's worse. Some crumbling roads and uh, some not-so-great shoulders, and I've done some a lot of running around their roads. Well, I, it just kind of reminds me, like in Massachusetts, when you cross the town line from Sturbridge to Holland, <laughs> yes. the speed limit goes up and the words get a lot worse. Yes, and windier, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit like that. So, yeah, we walked over the bridge. The only really depressing part was because they both wanted to walk over with me. The car was on the other side in Tennessee, so we had to walk a mile back over the bridge into Tennessee to get in the car to then visit, to drive the car over. I was like, can I just sit here at the end of the bridge in Arkansas and you guys go get the car? I was like, fine, I'll go with you. You know, so it was like really kind of weird going backwards. Yeah. But then at least my mom was able to get a picture of – the welcome to Arkansas sign as we were driving in the car by it. So that was kind of funny. Excellent. So then they were like, you know, we're not just going to leave you on the side of the road like Tim did. And I was like, yeah, but Tim, you know, Tim knew I was getting to a safe place. So they like made sure I had a place to stay. And luckily a day or two before that, um, I had seen the state park called Parkin Archaeological State Park. And I was like, oh, like, I wonder if they have camping. And it wasn't really clear on the website if they did or not. But I was like, Mom, you guys could leave me there. I'm outside of West Memphis, which is West Memphis is pretty dangerous. So I emailed the state park. And I was like, you know, it wasn't clear on the website. I'm walking across the country. If you've got camping or even if you don't, but I could put my tent, that would be amazing, you know. So then the next day on Facebook, I get under my liberal post that I put, I get a message from uh, a woman who works there. She's like, go check your instant messenger. 
So I check it, and she's like, I work at the park. Um, I live on the park, so you can totally just stay with me and my husband. And I was like, what? So I told mom, and she was like, oh, God, that's perfect. Okay, we'll leave you in good hands then, you know. So we got to the park pretty late, probably right at closing time for her. And she gave us a tour of everything, and we watched a little video, and it's actually a really cool park where they've had some really amazing um, big archaeological digs of this one um, Indian tribe. So that was really kind of fascinating. Mm -hmm. So as soon as I get back to her house, there was her and her husband, Jerry. They both get on their phone, and they start calling everybody they know who's along like the way through Arkansas. I'm talking everybody. I mean, they fed me this amazing dinner. And then they're just calling, 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 like both walking around. They're throwing out names. I'm like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Like, these people don't mess around. And uh, she's like, oh, uh, yeah, we found somebody who's in, like, the next town, so you'll be good for another night. And then I can get you a couple other places. So they're like, there's this kid, Kyle. He, uh, he like, slept in a hammock for a summer out on this porch. So, like, he's a total hippie. He'll take you in. I was like, Okay, that sounds like she's like, yeah, like-minded people. I was like, yeah, he lived in a hammock all summer. I'm living in a tent. Sounds like the same type of mindset. Mm-hmm. Oh, and so I had talked to Mel about the fact that I had no baby on board sign, you know, that I get stopped a lot. And mm-hmm. so the next morning as she went to work, which is just a little half, you know, half a mile walk for her across the grass, basically. She's like, I'll make you a sign. Like, you finish getting ready. When you're ready to go, come over, and I'll have a laminated sign for you. So I have a new laminated, uh, and she gave me, me, like, four signs so I can put them on the side, too, that say no baby on board. So that was good. Yeah, I have a question about that. Yeah. Do they work? Yes and no. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I would say that when I have the sign, I get stopped more um, without it. Okay. I have more problems. Yeah. When I didn't have it, I was explaining to her that I was having problems again. I was like, I got to make a new sign. And she's like, I'll make, I'll print one out and laminate it and all that. So yes, absolutely. It definitely helps. Um, I would definitely say that. Okay. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes a difference. <laughs> Cause a lot of people will just stop and ask, even if they're an intersection or something, so I can just turn it and kind of like show it to them. Oh, okay. All right. And then they leave me alone. So she leaves me, I go, I, I get a text from her at like noon and she's like, if I make a grilled cheese, will you eat it? I was like, I won't say no to that, you know? Yep. So about an hour later, she comes whizzing down the road and she's got this hot grilled cheese sandwich for me and some grapes and everything. I'm like, oh my God, you've already got me a place to stay for the next night. Now you're bringing me food, you know? She's like, well, I had to go into town and blah, blah, blah. I was like, all right very cool so then the next thing she does uh there's the only thing between where i was and like the next town was a veterinary clinic and i had been looking for some good spots to pee in the woods but the thing about arkansas there's not a whole lot of woods Hmm. there's a whole lot of flat and a whole lot of swamp and a whole lot of farm but not a lot of coverage as far as that goes gotcha so she had actually text messaged the people that um she brings all of her stray dogs and stray cats to because she does have four stray dogs and like four stray cats. And then me, I'm like the the ninth stray that they took in, you know? Mm-hmm. So she gave them a heads up like, Oh, that girl I told you about, you know, she's walking, she's walking by your clinic pretty soon. 
So I come up this hill and these two women are standing outside of the veterinary clinic and they're yelling my name. And I was like, what? This is weird. It's weird when you get somewhere and they know about you before you're there. And they're like, do you need anything? And I was like, yes, I need to go pee. So I run across the street. They offer me water and they're talking to me. And they now very small like towns, uh, by plural, I mean like five towns deep you know, all know each other, know each other's business and everything. They're like, oh, you're staying with Kyle. He's my neighbor. He spent a summer, like, you know, sleeping in a hammock. So, yeah, you guys will get along, you hippies kind of thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. Uh, have a good one. Thank you. She's like, maybe I'll see you again. Like, all right. So I keep going. And then um, about 18 miles, 19 miles later, Mel picked me up and then brought me to go have dinner where I met Kyle because he literally lives in the middle of nowhere where there's like no street lights. It's dark. He has no Wi-Fi, no TV, no internet, nothing. So she was like, we just thought you'd be a little more comfortable if you didn't think we were bringing you into the middle of nowhere to kill you kind of thing. So I appreciated it. It was, it was very, it was very nice. That's very considerate. Yeah. Now, the amazing place, though, that I stayed is a 1913, like, plantation ma- mansion house mm-hmm. uh, in this town called Bird Eye that uh, basically consists of five families, <laughs> and that's it, and five families that have, like, lived, like, it's, you know, passed down, passed down. So the house he lives in is owned by this woman, Miss Betty whose family owned all this farmland. She basically owns like half of the town, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and the farm was a big Angus beef farm. And so the reason Kyle, by the way, he stayed in the hammock for that whole summer was because he was restoring, there was mold all over this house because Miss Betty doesn't live in it. Mm. It was just her family's passed down. So everybody thinks he's this big hippie. He's like, well, A, it was nice. You know, you can see the stars out here because it is dark at night, you know, there's no street lights or anything. He's like, but the house was covered in mold. <laughs> He's like, I couldn't live inside of it. It's like, Oh, that makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. So that's why he was a hippie living on the hammock. So he and the people that he hired and everything restored this entire house. I mean, so when I was there, it was completely finished and absolutely beautiful. Uh, so I just really kind of lucked out at staying in like this old beautiful mansion farmhouse. So I got settled in. He showed me around town a little bit. So now right near the town that he lives in is the town called Twist, which is like where B.B. King and the the history of Lucille came up. Oh, yeah. His guitar, Lucille, where the bar burned down and he was worried about Lucille and everyone thought he meant a woman, but he was talking about guitar. That happened in like the town next to Bird Eye. So he was like showing me around everything. And then we went back to the... uh, the mansion house had a had a little bit of wine and he has done a 600 mile walk himself the one from france um through spain that's like a pilgrimage forget what it's called and i meant to write it down but you can look it up because so many people are like Lindsay, why don't you just do this instead he had done that so it was really kind of nice to sit there and talk to somebody who would have been kind of mentally in the same place understood what it was like to have people take you in uh understand that nobody can understand how we feel especially after love mom and dick but like it's hard being with them when your parents when like you've kind of been on your own 
in weird different situations for 80 to 90 days. Yeah, I could see that. It's kind of like, it's kind of the opposite ends of the, yes. you know, like being totally on your own versus the people who raised you. Right. And you get a little soft because you're sleeping in like, you know, they rented a whole house like for Airbnb so mm-hmm. that like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm not sleeping on an air mattress and, a, and I'm not sleeping on a, in a tent. I'm not sleeping, you know, on somebody's couch. Mm-hmm. So it's not a lot of the places that people have put me up have been spectacular too. And like Kyle's house is no slouch. I mean, this is a beautiful house, but I'm just saying the, the comfort of home and them being there and I can call them at any time and, I'm getting picked up every day and all of that, you know, was there. So it was interesting talking to him and he's like, well, wait till the journey's over. He's like, the hardest thing for me was coming home to reality, to, you know, every, so it was just really interesting and good to actually talk to somebody who's been in the same position. So anyways, next day woke up, it was a little cold and rainy. And he's like, listen, I've got the next couple of days off and the weekend off of work, do whatever you got to do. If you don't want to walk today, walk the next day. It's going to be sunny. He's like, but then it's going to be really cold. So stay again. And then I'll get you to where you got to go. I was like, okay, I won't say no to that. Like somebody's willing to drive me and let me be warm on good days and stuff. And I will say yes all day long. There's a time when you're, you take what people give you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I know that you're, uh, you didn't have a ton of internet during a lot of this time. Yeah, none. I had no service and no internet. Did you but you put when you finally were posting on Facebook again, you mentioned that uh you were recovering from wounds? Oh yeah. Well, so I had sprained my ankle back in Atlanta, hmm. like, you know, however long ago that was, you know, day 50. Um just misstepped, went off the side of the little trail I was on pulled some ligaments, you know, and I've been feeling it since. And then actually when I was with mom and Dick and I didn't know where they were and I was on the phone talking to Tim and I was standing outside the restaurant that we were going into and it was dark out. I stepped in a pothole and I twisted my ankle all over again. And it, I did it really good. I was like, Oh no. And it Mm -hmm. hurt, you know? Mm -hmm. So the next day I wake up, it's like 31 degrees out, but it was going to be sunny all day, a little windy, but I was like, I got to, I got to do some miles. He's like, you know, wear your pack. Cause you're going to need extra clothes. I was like, you know what? Yeah, I need, I need to make sure I'm warm today more than anything. He's like, I'll pick you up at five o'clock wherever you are. So I get out on the road and you know, I get a couple, couple women offer me a ride. And one woman was like, Oh, you know, where are you headed? California. Can I, can I give you a ride up the road? No. She's like, you're headed, headed where? I don't know where that is. I was like, this, this state, California. She's like, oh, okay. Bless your heart. <laughs> and Uh-oh. she just kept going. Yeah, I know, right? Ever since somebody put on my Facebook, well, bless your heart, man. I was like, oh, man, does she really mean it? Or does she mean like, you crazy woman, you know, or you idiot? <laughs> she did, though. It was legit, just like that. Bless your heart and just took off. It's so funny. There's something that people in the South could do that we in the North cannot compete with, which is like to say something that seems nice about somebody in such a way that you know that they think that that person is an idiot. They can insult you so pleasantly. Yeah. That you don't know you're being insulted. It's that, that 
that is what I would say the South has. And up North, it's typically we just curse at you. Right. Yeah, we're pretty blunt, but in a not-so-pleasant way. Oh, that's one thing Kyle did say. He Now, he's very religious. He he even wrote me some scripture <laughs> and handed it to me, like, before I left. He's like, I always, you know, we give people little notes and everything. And one of them was uh, a verse of the out of the Bible about cursing. Mm, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was, it was, he's like, it was funny to me. Like, I get it, you know, like, huh, you know, and I tried because he did say it to me like, the second day. He's like, does everybody up north swear that much? And I was like, not everybody. And not, some people don't. I was like, but a lot of us do. <laughs> and yeah, sorry. Okay, I'll work on that. So I worked on that all weekend. But it was just funny that he wrote a little scripture for me. And he gave me a Bible. Uh-huh. A couple of weeks ago, I finally, uh, I took the plunge and I changed the setting on this podcast to explicit language <laughs> rather than leaving it not right. explicit and then setting individual like episodes to explicit. Well, right. And so I was going to, tr- I, I promised for Kyle, I was like, I won't swear in this podcast. Okay. <laughs> I don't, I don't think I have yet. No, no. It's been, it's, uh, I, I think we're clean so far. I think we're clean. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm walking on this cold day. The woman tells me, says, bless your heart, you know, mm-hmm. and then I come up in this truck, this big truck with two big guys, and it kind of pulls over like 200 yards ahead of me, and it's just sitting there. And that always makes me a little anxious. And so, like, are they stopping to call someone? Are they stopping to talk to me? Are they stopping to kidnap me? Mm-hmm. Who knows? You know, any, any of the above go through my head kind of thing. Sure. Are they not going to see me and hit me? So I walk up, and I just go to go around it. You know, I go go down the hill a little bit and go around them and this guy's like hanging out the window he's got gloves in his hand he's like hey hey i was like oh hi how's it going like hey where are you headed and i'm like california he's like i saw you a couple days ago over in parking i was like yep you did he's like these gloves are brand new it's really cold out will you take them i was like no 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 like i look at i have gloves i'm good i have like three pairs of gloves four pairs of gloves so i'm like i really don't need them so they looked really nice, but he's, they were brand new. I was like, no, I'm good. Thank you so much. But like he, the gesture was so sweet. Mm-hmm. And like when somebody just wants to like make sure that you're warm like that, it just like makes you kind of tear up a little bit. And especially I was cold all that day. The wind goes right through you out there. Cause there's no trees to stop it. You know, it's just flat farmland mm-hmm. and like crawfish fields or swamps or whatever they are. So that wind goes through you. I just trucked so fast because I, I got 20 miles in that day because I was just cold. Like I just didn't, I didn't even, I forgot to eat. Like I had a Twix bar and that was it because I just wanted to keep moving. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so that was just like another sweet thing that happened. And then I kind of stepped on a rock funny and my ankle was already bothering me. And then I twisted it again and I was like, this isn't good. So I, called oh and then the cops came yep someone called the cops on me Hmm. so the cops pull up they're like we got a phone call that some girls walking on route 64 and i said yep that's i'm probably her and they're like okay and i was like now what you know like yep i am and he's like uh so like i'm headed to california and tomorrow i'll be out here with my baby cart and it looks like this and i show him on the phone i was like so expect a couple phone calls about that and he's like well can i bring you to city limits and i was like nope i'm good thank you 
So I keep walking and I, I called Kyle and I was like, Hey, I'm ready whenever you are. And he's like, all right, I'll be there in like 10, 15 minutes. About 45 minutes goes by. And he's like, no, I should be there any minute. I just passed Ryan's. I was like, okay, so you'll be here in 20 minutes. Cause Ryan's is about 15 miles back. He's like, you did not go like 18 miles today. I was like, no, I went like 20 miles, 20.13 miles. You're right. You know? So he picks me up and I was like, I need, I need the internet and I need something to eat. Like, but I need to get on Google maps and find out where we're going. So we went to a little cafe and I was in so much pain. Like my ankle was just throbbing. And so he actually called his neighbor who's a doctor. And then I came out of the bathroom and he's like, by the way, he's like, we got to get going. Stan, my neighbor who's a doctor, he's going to come over and look at your ankle. You said you had a big lump on it. And so Stan came over. He looked at my ankle. I had some torn and swollen ligaments going on. Uh, There's a nice little lump of inflamed ligaments. I mean, I knew there wasn't much we could do. But he was like, you're going to want to take a day off. Put your foot up. Ice it. Go get this, like, ankle brace that he recommended. He's like, and uh, you're going to need that for the rest of your trip. He's like, are you just going to keep rolling it and keep hurting it? And you're going to end up going home. Mm. So that's what I did. <laughs> so I took that other day off, which kind of sucked because it was nice weather, but that's okay. Um, got a new ankle br- or got an ankle brace. And then I felt really bad. But Kyle was like, listen, you just have to come to this birthday party that my friend is having. Um, that, you know, if you, if you, if you want to take the day off and go get this brace and everything, he's like, you know, I do have an obligation this evening. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. So I hung out with all of his friends for a night. Uh, and then first thing in the morning, he dropped me off and I was on my way. So the last night I stayed in bald knob and I had to be somewhere where I could watch the Patriots. And I walked into a dry County, so it really wasn't happening anywhere. So I was just in the motel room by myself watching the hats <laughs> yeah what a crazy game and then and then today believe it or not so i knew that there were thunderstorms coming so i didn't want to get caught out in the rain tonight mm-hmm. and the next four days after this there's nothing there's no towns there's no motels there's no campgrounds literally like sleeping in the woods every night so i was like oh man i you know i need i need to take a you know, I was like, I need to only go about 12 miles today so that I can be somewhere safe because of all these thunderstorms that are coming overnight and my lingering this morning, just in case I need to stay another day kind of thing. And then I'll have four or five days of no rain that I can walk through um, where I'll be sleeping in the woods every night. Mm-hmm. So I decided to only go about 11, 12 miles. So I decided I'd go to the fire department because it worked out so well in Iuka. You know, and they helped me get through Mississippi pretty much. Yeah. So I walked to the fire department today thinking, oh, they're going to be just as helpful. And I get there and they kind of look at me like I'm crazy. And I was like, if I can't, you know, if I can't put my tent like in the firehouse somewhere, like actually first I was like, can I just put it outside and like stay safe? And like, you know, like there's a little awning over there kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, no, this is city property. You can't do that. I was like, okay. Um, you know, one fire department, they let me stay, set up my tent on the inside of the fire department. So I stayed dry and warm and everything. And they're like, yeah. 
so there's this like woman's shelter place up the road and it's like getting dark. Like it's, it's six o'clock. It's pretty dark. They're like, why don't you go there? I was like, that's where they take in women and like women and family. And I was like, okay, but I can't take the space of like some woman who needs to like stay in this house, you know? So they're like, no, 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 you'll be fine. So I go up there and I knock on the door and this wonderful woman, Becca comes to the door and I was like, hi, my name's Lindsay. I'm walking across the country. She's like, no, you're not, you know? And she lets me in and I tell her everything that's going on and I give her my card and she's like, yeah, hold on, let me call my boss. She calls her boss. Her boss is like, yeah. Now, this place, Jason's place, is for um, women and children. So if you're pregnant, that's included. Uh, helping them get back on their feet and, um, you know, work in the program and, and just having a job and really, you know, getting their lives back together kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So she can't just let a stranger in off the street, basically. They're like, There's checks and balances to keep women safe there you know sure so they can't just take me in which i was like i come now the fire department should have taken me in you absolutely i would rather these women be safe from any harm ever than you know you let me in kind of thing um but she fed me and she called this woman who owns a mission who brings people to tent city she like helps the homeless and i think they were going to bring me to tent city apparently there is this land that was bought um, for homeless people to actually have a tent city. So I have to research that because that sounds really interesting. But I didn't hear back for like a half hour while I was sitting there. Um, and they, they did. They fed me like wings and stuff and some sweet tea and offered me some soup. And then uh, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to walk three miles backwards. I know where there's a hotel. It's getting dark. I really, like it is pitch dark, but I got to get out of here before it's, you know, later than seven mm-hmm. for my own safety. So I went on my way. And then as I'm walking up to the door, she's like, Oh, the woman from mission machine just called back. And I was like, it's all, it's all right. I'm already here. I'm going to stay at the motel, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. tomorrow I got to make up those two, three miles. I already covered today and then get myself to the middle of nowhere to sleep in the woods Yeah, for a couple, three to four days. So tomorrow it's 17 miles to this town where all there is is Moose's grocery store. Um, and then after that, there's a town called Romance and then like Moralton. But then there's a state park right after that in between Moralton and um, Russellville, basically. Yeah. So, so three to four nights sleeping by myself in the middle of the woods. Hopefully the weather's not going to be too cold. Yeah. So, but rain is not, I'm not supposed to have rain for four or five days, so that's good. But it's just the whole showering thing. And I'm like, I like to, you know, try to be a clean homeless person, but <laughs> this is going to be my longest stretch, I think. Yeah. Right. I guess it's, uh, that's one of the hard things. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I've been, I've been treated so well. I think I got soft. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, I even said to, I said, I was like, I think the fire department shutting the door in my face is a good thing because I'm like, whatever. I came out here to sleep in the woods anyways. Brah. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just uh, going, going from. uh, The pampered life. Yeah. Yeah. To Mel taking me in to living in this mansion. Yeah. Granted, he needs some Wi-Fi. I can, uh, no TV was actually really nice. And Mm. even 
when he we went out with his friends at like Buffalo Wild Wings, and I haven't had a lot of television for a while, there was like 50 TVs on. Yeah. And just really loud people and everything. And Kyle actually looked at me because he's been through the same thing. And he's like, how are you doing? Like, is this a lot like a little overwhelming right now? I was like, it actually like is overwhelming. I was like, you know, even when Dick and Chris were around, I have CNN on and like the news on. Um, Cause I had no clue what was going on in the world, you know, until they kind of came around. So, but then I'm just in this like, you know, bar with all these TVs and all these people I don't know, kind of like, you know, doing shots and like really, you know, lot, Kyle's a lot younger than me. So like, they're all about 10 years younger than me, kind of whooping it up, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, this is, this is, this is a switch. It's like, you know, it's, yeah, this is, this is a little overstimulation. And then even walking into, um, you know, this town that I'm in right now, Cersei, it's just all like strip malls and fast food chains and I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Before the, like this four day thing, do you have to really stock up on food and water? Um, the water is, pro- I mean, the water is probably the most important thing. Cause I have food that's like, you know, I have these mountain house dinners that last, you know, that are for two to three people mm-hmm. and I have enough granola bars. So even one mountain house bag of food will last me, you know, two and a half days. Mm-hmm. And I even have like emergency granola bars and like all that kind of stuff. So I'll be fine with food, water. I do go through like three liters of water a day, but tomorrow I'll be, there is a grocery store that I'll be ending my day at. So oh, good. there's that, but there's nothing else between there. <laughs> yeah. And I was wondering, like, I feel like being without cell phone service would almost be harder than everything because I know that you talked to Tim. Yeah, yeah, like me and Tim, I could get text messages through to him every day. Mm. Uh, we couldn't, I couldn't get a phone, like an actual phone call through, but we talked every day um, by texting, you know. Oh, okay. Uh, like if I stood in a certain place in the house, <laughs> a text would go through. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've been places like that. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, no, I, and like I couldn't send a picture at all. And like I, I could try and call him, but nothing would ring. Um, so but yeah, no, we I mean, we still talked every day. But then the second I had cell phone service, like as I was walking towards Bald Knob, I finally like a couple miles in had service. And I was like, oh, my gosh, the sound of your voice, you know, mm-hmm. but I'm going to be walking into a bunch of no cell phone service again. So. Mm-hmm. So I've I've actually already like taken pictures of the uh, the route that I'll be walking all the way till I get to Oklahoma, just in case. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, that's that's smart. Yeah, because Google Maps is key, but not having actually not having that cell phone service was good because it I actually made me sit down and record or take pictures of every physical direction that I have to take. So. Yeah, that was actually probably a good lesson. Looking ahead, like, you know, two weeks, not two days. Yeah, it sounds, you know, sounds a little rough, but sounds like you're getting through, so. Yeah, you know, it hasn't been rough until probably now. Like, you know, yeah, the ankle thing hurt, but, I mean, I played sports my whole life and sprained my ankles all the time. It's just, it was helpful to take that day off because the swelling did go down. The ankle brace is definitely helping. So, um, you know, those things can't hurt 
because the only thing that was going to happen was it would get worse, especially because the roads down here could use some work. I walk a lot on the steep, you know, sides of sides of the road and hills, and there's no the sidewalks. There's barely any sidewalks. It's a lot of gravel, so real easy to like at the end of a tired day just step wrong. And plus, I, I it's time to break in my new pair of shoes. These other ones are actually almost done too. So turn in every week to hear her stories along the way as Lindsay walks across the USA.